Live from the Bed MGM Sportsbook, just outside State Farm Stadium. Tristan's over there doing a TikTok. Feeling good. A little NBA trade action. Love it. Russell Westbrook going to the Jazz. Probably going to get fought out. Reports of the you this just, new this new Reggio and Joy music has to stay. Yeah, this, this is this jam. one is like this one's like a club banger. This is this is a big game banger. You need to watch us on Twitch or YouTube right now because you were gonna watch Trista just like I cannot She's wait to listen to this on social media. On. She just got her socks on. She took the boots off. So we just good now. We're well, yeah, good you now. were like, I want to stand today because my back was hurting in that chair, and then you wore heels. Like that's, that's maybe here's hurt. A, here's a solution, guys. Just what? get us chairs that are good. Oh, we could How about do that. that? Like, just just pay for good chairs. I kind of like standing. I do too. It's actually, but I like to sit you. down at the break so I could just kind of you know do my talking. My watch yells at me if I don't stand for a long What's period it of say? time. So it tells me to stand. It says it's time for you to stand. Time for you to stand, you lazy jerk. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. If I don't stand, I actually lock up and then can't move the rest of the night. Yeah. You're still playing hurt. You're doing better though. I feel like you're a you know. Hey, we got some on the good process news. to heal. Yeah, Russ is off the Lakers bench, hopefully moving somewhere into a starting lineup. He's not going to no longer, uh, he won't be considered a six-man, six-man-of-the-year candidate. That'd be good news for my Malcolm Brogdon ticket. Joel Embiid's playing some good basketball. I saw he was uh, getting into it with some guys earlier on, big rivalry going, <laughs> game against the Celtics. So as long as he doesn't get ejected and he's able to put up some numbers and cover the number for Trista, I'll be feeling much better. All right, so the Clippers are a team that was already thrown out, rightfully so. We know they need help at the point guard spot. I don't know if he's really the answer for them, but there, there's a report out there. They'd be interested, so that's out there. I think the Heat are a team that might make sense, could use some help with Kyle Lowry. One hurt, two playing horrible, three getting old, and four he's fat and out of shape. Yes. So all those things with Kyle Lowry, you could maybe use a Russell when Westbrook. When is he not fat and out of shape? Uh, I don't that's a good question. I don't Probably think it's right ever before really summer existed. vacation. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you got that summer bod going, you're mm -hmm. maybe going to Cabo or but something. But this like is that. supposed to be this is this is cutting season now. He's already done the bulking thing. It's time for him to do this. So that may not change for him. Can you guys think of any other team? I don't know. Like I just can't think of any other team where Russell Westbrook would make sense. But it may not be a make sense type of trade or type of acquisition. It's just like yeah, we could use them. The Pistons offer them the most money. It's more than the veterans minimum or like yeah. the Hornets or something. Like That's really what it's going to come down to, I feel like. Because a lot of contenders are going to look and say, he doesn't make a team better, so I don't want him. It's not going to help our team. I, I feel like the Jazz fans would like him because, his, I mean, like, you know, the Jazz are going through a rebuild. They were a fun story the first half of the season here. But I feel like the Jazz fans would embrace him just because they like good basketball. I mean, that arena is always sold out, regardless if they're good or not. And they like guys that hustle. Uh, Charlotte, that's a good fit because he doesn't have to go there to win games. He can just pad some stats, hopefully move into a starting lineup. I don't know. I just can't see a championship contender other than the Clippers, who would have to be in real desperation mode because, obviously, we heard about Mike Conley and Fred Van Vliet. I think that would be a step down getting Russell Westbrook, even though he's a former MVP. Like, I would rather have Mike Conley running my offense or Fred Van Vliet than Russell Westbrook because oh, he's just not a natural point guard, and that's what they need. Like, they already have – Kind of like the Russell Westbrook fit guys. You know what I mean? Uh, they have the energy guys. They need somebody that could just, especially in the playoffs, defend and play. Uh, if, run only the half there were, if only there were more Jalen Brunsons right. out there. You know, I think he's maybe one of the most underrated, most just generally valuable point guard because he gets his teammates involved. Mm -hmm. He puts them in the right spots and he's able to score. You either usually get one or the other, right? Like Dame Lillard is an incredible scorer. And yeah, maybe he gets eight, nine assists. But he's not like that's he's not setting the table right. the yeah. way that right. other he's more guys. Of a score. Yeah, he's yeah a exactly. Score. Like yeah. if I was gonna get Russ, I would also want like a Ricky Rubio. As crazy yes, as that sounds. Or some, that doesn't like, sound you know crazy. I mean? That sounds Ricky right. Rubio makes the Cavs' offense better. Right, we've seen it happen. Yeah, and I feel like that's what the Clippers need. I, not that there's another Ricky Rubio that's going to be available, but I think that that's more that's that's more of a fit than what Russell Westbrook. Would think be. about this though, if you're the Clippers, like let's say they don't 
buy out John Wall. I think they probably would. But John Wall, Reggie Jackson, and Russell Westbrook Ugh. on the same roster. That sounds disgusting. Oh, man. The efficiency numbers are just going to plummet. What are they doing in L.A.? What are the Clippers doing? It's just desperation yeah. right now. They just need a point guard. I'm still holding out hope that they get Fred Van Fleet. Me I don't too. think the Raptors move him, though. Do you? No, I said this yesterday when I was having my nap on the lawn. You know, there's a lot of... <laughs> you said this while you were taking the nap or like before? Right right before. I was, Did you dream I got, this? I got sleepy. Okay. And uh, so we've heard about OG Ananobi going for multiple first-round picks to maybe the Nets. We've heard about Fred Van Fleet going, who's on an expiring. He wants big money as well. Uh, maybe going to the Clippers. We've heard about Siakam maybe being involved in a trade to the yeah. Nets. We've heard about OG going to the Grizzlies. We've heard about OG going to the Suns. But if I'm Masai Ujiri and I'm regarded as one of the better GMs, if not the best GM in the league at the moment in terms of modern evaluators and modern deal makers, why would I do any of those deals? Right. Especially the ones for OG and Pascal because, yes, Fred Van Fleet is on an expiring and he is going to want money. But maybe you do a sign and trade with them. Maybe you figure it out in the offseason. It just doesn't feel like to me that they're going to do much at all. Yeah. How happy do you think Danny Ainge is right now that he's got like oh, his 10th first round pick? Man, he loves his picks. He loves picks. Oh, he loves he them. Could, he could take some of those things to the grave with him. <laughs> the one thing that <laughs> like, I thought was. Boston <laughs> picks are still. Yeah. yeah. The one thing I thought was fascinating is he thought that Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley were each worth a first round pick. They are clearly not. They're mm -hmm. both worth one, one first round pick. And like th four, I think it's three or four second round picks, which is fine. Danny Ainge can find value up and down the board, as we know. No, no question. Uh, speaking of the Nets, by the way, is like I, I don't think Russell Westbrook goes to the Nets. I don't think that makes any sense. But I mean, who knows? Maybe that's like a, I'm rooting for. We'll that, bring though. him in for yeah. Bring him in for as a, I as see a him and KD, the reunion. score. Yeah, oh god, that would be put fun. a camera in their house, make them live together. I yeah. love them together. Uh, now at the end, obviously it didn't. I just thought that Russ, like, KD was the one that went, what, 7 of 27 from the floor in game six when they blew that 3-1 lead to the Warriors that year. Like, he wasn't great at the end of that series either. I just thought that everything kind of fell on Russ. But I love those guys together when they would do, like, the joint press conferences. Yeah. I was a big fan of them. Now I was you got, for that, too. Now you got Cam Thomas, though. You don't need Russell Westbrook because you got the greatest score in NBA history in yeah. Cam Thomas right now. 43, 44, and 47 points over his last three games. He's 40 to 1 to win most improved. If he continues, look, he's not going to continue to put up 40 points every single night. But let's just say he's getting you 20 something a night still. I know it's a little later in the season, but it's not close enough to the end of the regular season yet where you can just throw out somebody like Cam Thomas bursting onto the scene and putting up the numbers that he's doing and not getting votes for most improved at 40 to one. That's going to get shorter as time goes on. He's also, you know, this last night shot almost 48% from the field with his 43 points, but shot over 51% when he had 47 and then against the wizards when he had 44 points shot over 69%. Nice. Uh, in that game, like it's efficiency numbers on top of that. So this guy's just lighting everybody up. We knew that the nets loved him. We knew that they, we saw what he did in summer league and they, really viewed him as a, as a scorer, somebody that could go in and add an extra dimension to this team. Now he's getting the opportunity. I don't, I don't think it's crazy to say a little sprinkle on 40 to one Cam Thomas, most improved player. It's not, that's not a crazy thing to do. I mean, there's not that many games left. I mean, we're more than halfway through the season. So 
I probably wouldn't do it, but I can understand the rationale. And is he improved or is he just getting more run? Yeah, but that's exactly. always how the case is. Right. Because you could argue Laurie Markkinen. The guy's been, been a starter for years, and now we're saying, is he improved or is he just getting no, he's, a bigger role where he's, he's in Utah? He's a beast, though. He was, yeah. he was playing a lot in Chicago, and then they benched him. Yeah, he I didn't was love playing him. In, I mean, I wanted him. He was in the starting lineup in Cleveland, and he was okay, but he wasn't this. Yeah, I liked him better in Cleveland. So if you go back and look at some of the most improved players over the years, I mean, Tracy McGrady won it when he went to the Magic. He just had a bigger role. So right. sometimes it just becomes, yeah. it's players that just actually have a bigger role when the opportunity presents itself. Yes, I get it. Like, it's later in the season, and it's tough to go up against, you know, SGA. It's tough to go up against Laurie Markin and those guys who've had really great seasons the entire year. Cam Thomas is the center of attention right now in the NBA. I can in terms see him of winning player. it next year. But would it be too late at that point? Because we've already seen such a big jump. Games. There's like a this delay. The year. You know how there is with like the coach of the mm -hmm. year? where Monty Williams won it you know, the year after. He probably should have yeah. won it. And we saw SGA go bananas last year. He hasn't really improved. Yeah. Uh, SGA no, he's hasn't. Playing. He's just he playing. Shut down yet. Yeah, exactly. So I could see if you have a Cam Thomas averaging 35 points per game next year, I think he's really in the conversation for most improved. If you look at some of the past most improved, I mean, John Morant last year, was he improved? He was already he was already playing like an all star. So no, it doesn't yeah. change. Yeah, you know, that. Julius Randle, just a different role in New York, you could argue, but he did get better at that point. Brandon Ingram, Pascal Siakam, Victor Oladipo, Giannis, C.J. McCollum, Jimmy Butler, like those are the guys that have won this award. They all ended up turning out to be all stars or at least really good starters. I, Cam Thomas is putting up those numbers. I just I look at that forty to one and say if he continues to even just come go halfway through these types of numbers, playing in Brooklyn. Big media market. There's now you're going to have more attention on him. And then playing with Kevin Durant. If this continues, I I understand there's a reason why it's 40 to 1, right? right? It's a long shot. I understand that we're into February. So you're going to have fewer games for him to do it. But, I mean, we saw Joel Embiid win Rookie of the Year when he played, what, like a quarter of the season or whatever it was? Like, sometimes you, the, some of these, like MVP is the one where it's the most – I don't want to say strict, but like the, everybody really focuses in on every little detail. You got to play a lot of games. Your team's got to be winning. Most improved is just kind of like this guy had a great season. Look at what he did compared to before. Right. And that's where sometimes the votes just kind of swing it. Yeah, for sure. And I don't hate, like, if I was going to bet that market, I'm with you. I would only play Cam Thomas. Like, I'm not going to play Markkinen right now. I'm There's not no going to play Shea right He's now. He's minus 150. Right. But I mean, all right. I so can't we, believe that. We gave him out at plus 1,100. Yeah. yeah. But let's say, like, he, he Remember continues. Remember, moved right in front of us? Yeah. If he continues on a tear like this, spying. Kevin Durant comes back, Brooklyn wins games, they finish as a top five seed in the East. Yeah, I think he's alive for this award. Especially, I mean, he's dropping 40 every single night right now. Not 20. It's not like he just came on the scene and he's giving you like 24, 4, and 4. I mean, he's putting up like MVP-type numbers right now. And that's really the thing to pay attention to the rest of the way. What is What was points props look yeah. like? I mean, it was 22 and a half. It closed at 22 and a half last night. And he went over 40 again. So I can't believe he, he did it 24, again 25. Night. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you would have told me 30. I'd be he like, went okay. over 22 and a half in the first half. Right. He had 24 points in the first half. So it's going to be really interesting to see, I think, where the books kind of. Uh, here's the one thing I know you're not going to get that prop until last minute. They're going to take wait till the last minute for that to post. Yeah. And you're going to have to sit there and decide, like, at what point does it get too high where he starts to come crashing to earth? Because he's not going to put up 40 every single night. So when, like, where is the, where does this balance out? That's kind of what we have to see with Cam Thomas. For sure. It's like, uh, I mean, we see this every once in a while with certain guys where it's like, okay, just keep playing the props. If it's not broke, uh, just like leave it alone. And we did this with Winsanity every year. Like they're, we, we go on this little stretch, you know, where a guy just really takes off. 
I'm playing his overs until KD comes back. Then I'm yeah. probably staying yeah. away. I want to see how he fits with KD because KD's volume's going. And they up. love each other. A lot. If KD does come back, mm -hmm. he may say, "Screw it, I'm done." Done. Going to the Globe Trotters. Going sure. to the Globe Trotters. Going to the N1 mixtape. He still hasn't asked for a trade, so that's a good thing. Yeah, it'll probably be it this offseason. Won't be the rest of this year. So. Is he like talking to anybody? Remember, like yesterday, he like left with his head down from yeah. the arena. Didn't even make eye contact. He knows the questions he's going to get. It's a, it's, at this point, he's just tired of it. But yeah. look, you bring some of this on yourself. I don't feel bad for Kevin Durant. You chose to go here, right? You got yourself in this relationship. Right. You and now it's state. dysfunctional and it fell apart like everybody else saw, right? We've all had those friends. This is a bad idea. Don't date this person. It all falls apart. And you're like, I feel bad for you, but it also feels terrible. So.